Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast. I am one of your hosts, Laura Sturm. And I'm Josh Rohr. Welcome to episode, actually, what episode is this? 91? 91. 91. That is insane. Closing in on that one hundo. Who would have thought, who would have thought, first of all, that we would have the attention span to do this for this many episodes, for one. And for two, well, actually, we don't know if people are really listening or not. So We have no idea. So there you go. Well, we're down to the final voting for uh, it's I guess round four of final voting uh, for the top five movie soundtracks. What happened, Josh? Uh, so Dawn ran away with it. She she creamed Cameron pretty bad, fifty eight to nineteen. So uh, so congratulations to Dawn. You win fifty dollars worth of Team Roar apparel. Uh, send us a, a message on at PO Ballads Podcast with your address and kind of what stuff you want. Well, we'll reach out to you actually. Um, but congratulations. Uh, you got some swag coming your way. And Don, I highly recommend that t-shirt that says team roar. What's it? How's it go? Chains and cages are nothing new to us. Josh loves that one. Uh, super great. Can't, can't wait to get rid of them. Actually. <laughs> I just like seeing everyone walk around with them at national meets. So make sure to wear it. Yeah. I'm sorry, Josh. Yeah. Um, so what are we going to do for our next top five lists list? I mean, I, I have no idea. We had a, we actually had, we put up a little poll, um, a couple weeks ago, like what people wanted. And we had three responses. One was top five karaoke songs. One was top five best beers, which has and, nothing to do with music. Right. <laughs> but, but a lot of power lifters drink beer. So maybe that is the correlation. And the other one is top Actually, none of these really have to do with, well, I guess they have to do with music. You're right. Um, Karaoke and yeah. This next one is actually, I I really like top five TV show intro songs. Ah. I can do my top five right now, but I'm not going going to, because if that's what we go with, I'm going to. Don't do it. Compete. I found myself lately because of just, um, you know, working from home and sometimes needing a, uh, a kind of a, yeah, a mental pick me up, kind of that, like, pull your head out of your ass type of song. Like, come on, yeah, <laughs> be happy, you know, like the songs that you can't listen to and get upbeat on. I actually found myself making this list um, just so that when I, when I'm in that place and I'm just like. You know, I see people so much less because I live out in the country and now working from home. Like I need sometimes to call on that. So I have my, my, I have like my top 10, like go-to songs to uh, pick up my mood. Let me just say. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that music. uh, That's what music's for, right? That's what it's for. Right. But you can't be sad listening to like Katrina and the waves walking on sunshine. You can't just talk. I I challenge anyone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway. oh i'm sure you can be emo to anything so, so um so what are we yeah i guess do? we'll have to figure it out i mean do you want to decide right right now just on the spot or do you want to no I gotta, i'm not gonna lie 
okay i'm, I'm not gonna lie I, i'm really into the tv show intro songs uh, okay all right um no we don't have to do that but if we do question would be is it going to be like 80s is it going to be 90s is it going to be any tv show intro songs is there going to be a theme involved i would say just like any tv intro songs because it's just it's kind of limiting yeah i agree any any tv i, I agree if we do that any any would would work clearly the 80s shows would be the be best of course yeah um, all right well can we pull the trigger on this? Because I'm, I'm super. Yeah, we're not, let's we're just gonna, pull the trigger. Pull the all trigger. Right, we're just, all right. We're not going to do this for a couple of weeks, but we'll just let everybody know now. This is going to be the next one. So start thinking of your list. We'll give you some time to a couple of weeks to think about that. So I uh, like it. Top five TV show intro songs that you like. <laughs> My list is going to kill. Mm. All right. I like yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice. So Nationals is obviously coming up uh in june uh 7th through 12th i think it is uh, it's it's right around there give or take a day i can't remember the exact dates um but i wanted to just kind of mention that we talked about it last year too just the ngd and trying to get people to attend and not just attend but also um nominate people for honorary awards and also run for uh, voting positions. So um, there is a pretty consistent deadline coming up. May 13th is the deadline to uh, submit your resume to be an athlete's rep. And there's four positions available or four positions open this year. Um, May 13th is also the, well, all these deadlines are May 13th um, deadline to submit people for honorary awards. So for example, referee of the year, athlete of the year, um, brother Bennett award. And there's one more, I think I can't think of it off the top of my head for some reason. Um, anyway, but you know, no, yeah, we said, we said athlete. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, the honorary awards are not voting positions, but they're the deadline to nominate somebody for them. Ah, Um, and and if you're looking for where to do that if you go to usapowerlifting.com and scroll down to the homepage, well scroll down on the homepage. it has like the recent news section the ngb announcement is there and in that announcement has links to the different forms to submit all of these different things so if you are interested in, in you know nominating somebody or running for one of the voting positions um definitely encourage you to do that um, I, I guess so i didn't finish my I get, I get sidetracked pretty easy, don't I? Kind Squirrel! Of off, kind of run off the rails. Um, so in addition to the four athletes reps in terms of voting positions, uh, president is also up for re-election. Um, obviously, anybody can submit their resume to run for president. And there's also two positions available on the EC. Um, and one of them positions is, is me. I'm uh, My term is up. Um, and I guess... I guess I'll go ahead and announce it to the world. I am not going to run for re-election. Really? Um, not because I don't want to run or feel a strong obligation to the organization, but I, I want to take a year at least and, and focus on family and, you know, new kid on the way and stuff like that. So taking just a little bit of a step back and, you know, I, I do really hope that, um, you know, people, people attend and, and, 
you know, do run for that position and, and people run for it for the right reasons um, to, you know, really give back to the organization, help, help guide the, the direction that the organization's going. And I think it's, I think it's really important and I'm not going to lie. I, I feel very guilty, I guess is the word for not running again, but um, I know there's a lot of really, really good people in the organization and you know, somebody will fill that spot and, um, you know, we'll be, we'll be better for it. So. Yeah. I mean, with a new baby on the way um, and, and you've served two terms already, right? Yep. yep. I mean, that's so, a long time. Yeah. And, and there's, you know, I, I fully intend to, to, to get back more involved and run again. And I say get more involved. I'm not going to be less involved really just not at that real critical level, I guess, for a little right. while. Um, so Right. So um, being on the EC, there's just not much to do, right? No. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's all glory. No. uh, Yeah. Do it for the glory. That's it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I just remember a lot of, um, you know, there's, I I don't know that people really understand what's involved in being on the EC. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can't give like details specifics, but you know, in general, basically, you know, from, so the, the national governing body meeting is once a year at nationals. And that's when the business of USA powerlifting is, is done with the entire voting body. But outside of that time, the EC essentially guides the ship. So if things come up that, you know, need to be acted on and, um, you know, stuff like that, the EC is basically the ones that, that make those decisions. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's a, it can be a lot. Um, you know, some of the stuff is very, uh, I don't, I don't know what the word is. Not tedious, but it, it can be. It can, it can feel like a lot sometimes. But at the end of the day, like you know, with one hundred percent certainty, like everybody on the EC wants what's best for for the organization and and all of its members. So you know, are are some of the decisions always the popular decisions for everybody? Absolutely not, because you can't make everybody happy. And that that's been probably the hardest part for me is is making a decision that I know is in my heart is best for the organization. But then that, that being not what somebody wanted that, you know, that I'm friends with or that I know real well. And they're just like, how, how the hell could you do that? You know, I'm just like, well, right. you know, you got it. And that's, that's the thing. Like you, you have to be able to step back and look at the whole picture too. And, and know, and, and I guess I'm alluding to like, you know, Equip lifters not being in prime time, as an example. Right. Um, you know, that was just one of those decisions that it, it you know, my crew, like my background is equip lifting. Like a lot of my lifters that I coach are equip lifters. Um, so, it, you know, it's it was a hard decision, I guess, knowing that it's directly affecting, you know, some of the lifters I'm closest to. But you know, it again, for the organization and, and where we were in terms of numbers registered and things like that, it was, it was the right decision. You know, right. just, you got to make the tough call sometimes, you know? Right. And I, I feel mean, that's like, part of governing something. Yeah. And, and, and I feel, you know, like full disclosure, like I think that's part of, part of, I guess my decision in stepping down too, is like, I know I can't be 100% committed to the EC and, and, you know, with the baby coming and it's not fair to the organization or the members for me to be half-assing it. So right. uh, I, you also might make your wife kind of upset. Yeah. There's that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Well, you know, and, and, you know, to her credit, like, I don't, she, she didn't ask me, you know, to, to, to step down. Um, but, you know, and she knows like the fact that I'm doing this is kind of a big deal to me, for me not to, not to run again, but, you know, I, I just, I do it. I just, I think it's the best decision. And, you know, I, I want to make sure that I'm not the weakest link of the chain, I guess. And I, I right. feel like that would be the case if I were to, to run this term, because I just have so many other things going on in, in life right now. And it just wouldn't be, wouldn't be fair to the organization. So, right. Um, yep. Now that said, I'll still be at, you know, a lot of the meets, I'll still be coaching. I'll still be, you know, helping like with, you know, with the pro series stuff and, you know, in some aspects, a lot of stuff, you know, roles and responsibilities won't, won't change because I'm, you know, still coaching committee co-chair and all those things, but, you know, just the day-to-day, you know, responsibilities and, and all those things are, you know, stepping back from, so. And, and you won't have a, that salary from the EC coming in anymore. That's true. Um, literally, my salary is, is being cut by more than half, um, zero to zero. I don't think you can divide zero. No. So yeah, mathematically. So in case anybody doesn't pick up on my dry sarcastic humor, uh, the EC position is an unpaid volunteer position. So people that do think that we do this for the money and glory, um, if it, that's definitely not it's the just case. the glory. It's, it's just the <laughs> it's just the glory, and by glory I mean getting hate hate mail from you know people that I've pissed off or people that disagree with decisions that are made or whatever. And when I say hate mail, it's it's not literally hate mail. It's like people that I know and friends that are just like Josh, you idiot, or whatever. So, right, it's not meant to be truly uh, hate mail. You never actually got a death threat. Correct. Good. That's good. Yeah. Because right. I mean, powerlifting should be <laughs> no death threats involved. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yep. Okay. Well, let's um let's move on to the powerlifting situation. All right. What are we you ready? Bum, bum, bum. Uh, the technical secretary at National Stock ugh, can't talk either stops you as you're about to walk onto the platform for your third attempt bench. And this technical secretary tells you that your wrist wraps are illegally wrapped, and that they need to be removed and fixed before you can step on the platform. You've got 20 seconds left on the clock. What do you do? Um, with 20 seconds left, I think you got to just take them off and, and go without them. Um, you know, maybe you can, cause, cause part of it is you can't put them on, on the platform. You have to be off the platform. So if you're planning to, you know, take them off, put them back on real quick, correctly, let's say that takes five seconds, maybe, I don't know. How long does it take you to put wrist straps on? Yeah. I mean, maybe five seconds, maybe 10, depending yeah, on how maybe 10. long they are and how tightly you're wrapping and all that. Okay. So let's, let's say 10, um, well, you're down to 10 seconds. You still got to walk out to the platform. You still got to lay down. You still got to get the handoff and communicate with the liftoff person and get a start command. So I, I just don't think, I don't think there's enough time to, and maybe there is, maybe you can wrap them real quick, but if it's me, I'm just, I'm, and it's third attempt too. So, um, you know, it's going to be your heaviest attempt. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I just take them off and, and go without, I mean, if you have like, if, if you know that your wrists are going to really be a problem, then you don't really have an option, but to rewrap um, and potentially time out. But, you know, if it's me, I don't bench enough 
I don't bench enough <laughs> that I have to have wrist wraps anyway. So uh, I'm literally just like taking them off, tossing them and, and going to bench. Yeah. Um, so I'm one of those people that has uh, a gimpy wrist and I can't, I, sometimes it starts bothering me when I'm benching like 95 pounds. So, I mean, there's no, if I was on a third attempt bench, I would have no option. I would have to rewrap. But my question would be, why are you letting the clock get to a place where you only have 20 seconds left before you're about to approach the? And there it is. That's the underlying uh, question that was not a direct question of this. Exactly. Um, there's there's plenty of time to rewrap if you are there and ready when the when the bar is called loaded. So yes. uh, I don't feel bad for you for timing out on this. Is, is the uh, is the underlying? Yes. Be wrapped and ready to step onto the platform. And then if they tell you you need to rewrap, you have time. Yes. But don't don't be uh, playing around and then go, oh, wait, I need to go to the platform. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But who does that? It happens. I do, I do know. But yeah. All right. Well, let's um, talk about the new lifter tip. Extra long press calls on bench are typically the lifter's fault. A press call is only given when a bar, the bar, sorry, is motionless on the chest. The key word is motionless. Agree or disagree? Yep. Um, so I hope I'm not putting anybody on the spot here, but um, I, I did a booth at the USA Powerlifting Georgia Ladies of Iron this past weekend. Um, and I was one of the sponsors and vendors there. So uh, I got, that was kind of neat for me because I'm normally like coaching or running the meet or refing or, or something other than just like sitting at the booth, hanging out. Um, but it was interesting. Cause I got to hear a lot of, uh, a lot of behind the scenes lifters talking, whatever. And there was a few complaining about the press calls uh, being crazy, crazy long. And I watched some, I watched them. And to me, they were, they were dead on, but there were some that were long, but they were long because the bar was still moving. And I think that's where, newer lifters just don't realize the actual wording of the rule. It's not how long it's touching your chest. It's how it's once the bar stops moving. So um, I didn't say anything to them because it, it kind of wasn't my place, but part of me just wanted to like turn around and like quote the rule book at them. But I didn't feel like that would be a very friendly thing to do. Um, so instead I'm going to talk about them on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it, it's uh, theoretical, you know, not calling anybody yeah, else. Theoretical. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I, I just think, you know, the more, you know, is really the end of the day, what, what's going to help you. So, you know, practice making that bar motionless and, and, you know, you won't have these issues. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as a ref, it's, it's, um, it's a, there's a lot of things you have to see and recognize and then say a word to, right. Yeah. So that all of that that's happening isn't instantaneous. So they can see it motionless but then they still have to go, okay, I'm recognizing it. Like cognition has to happen. I'm seeing it motionless. Now I have to say the word motion, you know, press. Um, so of course it can't happen instantaneously. Yeah. And if, if as a ref, you have that word kind of like half coming out before that bar is even motionless, then you're not waiting long enough. So yeah. it's a hard thing. Damn it. Hey, uh, so our, our training weekend is in two weeks, right? Yes, we have a Team Roar training weekend coming up uh, for those that are going to nationals and that have opted to come in. Um, I think that's another benefit it's for of being the entire, it's, it's part the entire of team. the team. It's just, yeah, it's not just people lifting at nationals. Anybody. Right, right. It is for the team. Correct. Yeah. So we're all crashing at your place. Um, yes. 
Yeah. So we, we have cornhole. We have, um, uh, let's see if we could do uh, chicken wrangling, beekeeping, <laughs> um, collecting chicken eggs, uh, bonfires, hammocking, fishing. Yeah. Um, and rafting down the local Amicalola. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm coming for the lifting myself. Um, oh, there's that. Whatever. And uh, so we're also, we're definitely setting up karaoke uh, and, and doing that out in, out in the barn. Okay. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it'll be a good time. Like uh, we got quite a few lifters flying in from out of state just to kind of, you know, kind of get their last, their last heavy training session in um, with us. And yeah, it should be fun. Come out to the farm. Come out to the farm. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we obviously need to sit down and kind of figure out that full itinerary at some point, but we don't have to do it on yes. the podcast. Um, it just popped into my head. So I said it pretty much how that's, all these that's how this whole thing works. Yes. Yeah. 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 But you know, I mean, the fun stuff like that is, is the benefit of being part of a team too, you know, because yeah, sure. there is a little bit of socializing and a lot of lifting and then a lot of lifting and a little bit of socializing. And I think there's a lot of learning too, like, you know, not just, not just like lifters learning from the coaches, but like, you know, the more we can work with, with the, the group of lifters, we can see different trends and, you know, different things that, that work well for this lifter don't work well for this lifter. And, you know, yeah. that all, well, I know you, you, you were going to do a knee wrapping demonstration. Oh, I'm definitely do doing practice. That. So I'm definitely doing um, that because we have a lot, you know, we have, we have a good amount of equipped lifters on the team. Um, and I would say of those equipped lifters, only a few of them are actually really good knee wrappers. Um, but the problem comes when we have a whole bunch of lifters competing in the same session. I can't wrap everybody's knees. And if, you know, one or two of those equipped lifters that are good at wrapping knees are also lifting, well, then I'm wrapping like eight, 10 people at a time and that doesn't work. So uh, the goal is to share the, the ways of wrapping knees with everybody so that all of our lifters know how to wrap knees. Um, I'm not sure they're going to be thrilled about that, but that is, uh, that's, that's happening. <laughs> yeah. Wrapping knees, you will. Yeah. Yoda says, yep. That's what I, that's the version I heard. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I'll have, you know, I really plan to squat with wraps tonight and then I end up having to work late. So I didn't get to do that. Yeah. Or, but. Yeah. Well, uh, there's always, there's always tomorrow or next week or two weeks from now when we are up there training. So yeah. Right. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Woo. Cool. Well, right. Uh, I think that does it for today. Uh, don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at PL Ballads Podcast. Uh, also check out Team Roar Powerlifting on Instagram at Team Roar. If you're interested in online coaching or live virtual coaching, we do offer both of those options. And we're pretty good at it. <laughs> How's that for braggy? <laughs> Boy, that's that was a sales pitch. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. I feel like a tool saying that. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, yeah, definitely hit us up if you're interested in coaching, uh, we can get you hooked up and, and get you rolling. So, yeah, uh, so start next thinking time, of your top five TV show songs, top five TV show and top five songs. TV intro songs. I, yeah. Yes. I love that one. Theme um, songs. I, I, I believe Don Dotson, the one that won the, the raffle is the one that suggested that. Oh, she might have a list already going. She probably does. Betcha. Yeah. So, All right. Cool. Until next right. week, Josh. Later.
Bye now. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.